0: Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com TechSF.
1: This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Well, it's a deal that could have or still could, I suppose, if the people talking about a deal get back together. It could have created the largest candy company in the world. But after Hershey has rejected an offer from Mondelez, a global candy and snack food maker, you kind of wonder what's going to happen next. Joining me now is Alex Sherman. He is technology, media and telecom M&A reporter. But bottom line, this is our deals guy. He follows all these deals day in and day out for Bloomberg. And he's joining me now in our New York studio. Alex, welcome.
2: Thanks, Kathleen.
1: And we are going to talk about stars and Lionsgate, but first, because this is the breaking news, you've been watching deals for a long time. So, Mondelez tells Hershey, we want to, we're going to pay, what, $1.07 107. a share, and Hershey says, no thank you. What do you think's going on?
2: So, just saying no thank you doesn't necessarily mean no thank you, Uh, because sometimes it, it gets out of a company's hand. So, in other words... You know, a typical deal is done in what's called sort of a friendly manner, which is that the two companies have negotiations, they discuss, and then, you know, maybe we break a story or maybe not. And a press release is announced that one company is buying another. If it isn't friendly, then what often happens is a, a one company will send another company a so-called bear hug letter. And that's what we saw here, where a company says, look, we would like to buy you for this amount of money. Uh, it then oftentimes turns into a hostile situation, which is what this is, more or less, where uh, uh, Hershey is coming out and saying, we rejected the offer and, and we have... Uh, We don't see any reason to keep negotiations going with the buyer, Mondelez, in this case. The question is, does Mondelez then up its bid by significantly more money, thus putting pressure on Hershey to negotiate because it has shareholders to answer to?
1: Well, uh, you know, uh, Mondelez, Oreos, Hershey, chocolate seems they'd be a good fit, uh, Hershey, Oreo-flavored people, Hershey's Kisses. There you go. People don't eat sugar quite as much, but as you point out, there is a, a shareholder issue. What should, we, what should we be watching for next, this next big headline here?
2: So the the next big headline is if Mondelez upsets its bid. Uh, there's some talk that maybe this is a tactic on Mondelez's part to actually get acquired itself. In other words, threatened to buy another company and therefore put pressure on on an even larger company, uh, you know, there had been talk earlier that Pepsi might want to buy Mondelez, whether it's Pepsi or somebody else. This would force the action on that move. So that's something else to look out for.
1: Okay, here is a deal that we can talk about, and this is right up your alley. Lionsgate Entertainment buying billionaire John Malone's Stars, a cash and stock deal valued at $4.4 billion.
2: Yeah, we broke this story last night, and it was announced this morning. Uh, Not really a surprise for those following this industry closely. In fact, I believe I first broke the story that Stars was for sale in 2014. That's how long this company has been for sale. Finally, breaking a, a deal today, brokering one with Lionsgate. The idea here is to put two... Uh, subscale content companies together to give them more leverage uh, to negotiate with some of the pay TV providers that we've seen come together in recent years. So I'm thinking about AT&T buying DirecTV or Altice buying Suddenlink and Cablevision or Charter buying Time Warner Cable. Those deals gave the operators more leverage in the, ne- in the content negotiations between companies. Uh, so it is an after-effect That the content companies now would come together. This was a John Malone and Mark Rucheski deal. John Malone controls Stars and actually got on the board of Lionsgate. So he was on both sides of this deal. Mark Rucheski, the largest shareholder in Lionsgate and will be the largest shareholder of the pro forma company if the deal, in fact, closes.
1: What are analysts saying about this? Is this, uh, you know, they positive? Is it a buy? Depends
2: who you ask. Uh, There's definitely uh, a a, a current, an undercurrent of thought that this is sort of a desperation deal that both of these companies have struggled. Uh, And surely you can say that. Just take a look at their stock prices. Lionsgate had a terrible quarter last quarter. Stars has really struggled for a while. Uh, They had Disney movies, and they lost that contract to Netflix. Uh, So I think the idea was that these two companies need to do something, uh, and now the jury's still out if this something is enough.
1: All right, Alex Sherman. Thank you so very much for joining us. He's a technology, media, and telecom M and A reporter for Bloomberg. We'll be seeing how the, maybe 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 you'll be back on on the next deal. We'll see. I
2: hope I get candy out of
0: it. You, well, you know, you're, it's always sweet to have you here. Okay.
2: There you go.
0: From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like?